We need to drink responsibly in order to anti-nuke democracy. And this is going to take practice. What the heck am I talking about? Well, I talked about yesterday the nuclear bomb and democracy, and I wrapped it in all these other things. But that's kind of a big thing, a nuclear bomb. is It's generally agreed that that's big. And we got to talk about that. It doesn't make sense for me to, to not dwell on that for a hot minute. This is Retrace segment number 44. It's Tuesday, November 8th. Tuesday, November 8th. Super Tuesday? No. No, it's not Super Tuesday. I'm embarrassed to say. Tuesday, November 8th, 2022, 11 p.m. Eastern. It is 4 a.m. in London, 12 noon in Beijing, 3 p.m. in my beloved Sydney. I am embarrassed to say that I have forgotten at, by, by the end of the last segment what Super Tuesday is. Super Tuesday is, quoting Wikipedia now, uh, presidential primary election day in February or March when the greatest number of U.S. states hold primary elections and caucuses. Sorry, I've my my card, my membership card in the political junkie club has long since expired. And uh, they'll kick me out even if I still had membership if I didn't know that. So anyway, you're now de-stupefied by my confusion from the last segment. But you didn't know. You didn't know. All right. It's primary night i wish i could be watching it it's like it's like sports man it's just now i know it's not a game i take it very seriously but at the same time there's something communal about it there's something about i switch between cnn and fox and a little bit maybe of msnbc like when i have time i can't now i'm working but i wish i could be like you know i like sports and like when i have time for it it's just wonderful and this and and politics should be more like sports that's a separate discussion we should do a whole segment on how we should start applying the ingenious and and colossal machinery of our culture at least in the united states really globally right if you include soccer for everybody and cricket apply our colossal machinery of sports to politics everything be fine everything be fine probably right surely that's got to be the hit that's got to be the it. I like that. That's got to be the it. All right, listen. The nuclear bomb that we talked about it boils down to trust. They, you know, the Republicans don't trust the voting process because they think that the last one was rigged, etc. Why? Well, of course you wouldn't. Why would you trust it? Okay, so how do we... I mean, look, I'm going to tell you things like... And I wrote this in the in the blurb and the tweet. And I, I know like I, if someone were coming on YouTube or on a podcast and saying, here are the solutions to our problems with democracy. Like I'd get away from me. Stop it with that. You don't No, You're not in charge of anything. I don't want to hear what you have to say. That's fine. You don't have to listen to this, but if you're still listening, I am going to talk words. And those words are going to be about something like the solution to this nuclear problem. I have the best words. <laughs> all right um it's got we got to be lighthearted. this could be the end of our country's democracy in the next two years starting with tonight uh so let's let's be good humored and try and do something about it or at least think differently about it we don't have any power we're outsiders right we've talked about that repeatedly on retrace we're a bunch of little dummies in the technical sense of the word dummy in the 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 power index what was the guy's name Bands off, right? Power index. We're done. We can. We don't change the outcome of a vote. You know, win or lose, our coalitions do not. But as individuals, we only work as a group, right? And and the only thing that's going to really propagate quickly amongst our coalition 
whatever coalition you're in or coalitions, the only thing that's going to propagate quickly is an idea, right? And you can be the source of an idea. What the hell am I talking about? Am I giving a speech now? Okay. The democracy nuke, the, the, the election fraud, elections rigged, therefore it's pointless to vote, nuclear bomb on democracy, it boils down to no confidence. And I think, I voted today, I think that maybe one way of looking at this no confidence thing is that we don't vote enough. What do I mean? I mean, you're, nobody is good at something that they do every two years. You're not even good at doing your taxes, and you do that every year. And if you're a normal voter in the United States, you only vote every four to N or four to zero years. You never vote, maybe. I don't even know. Are we above 50% for the presidential elections? I know we're, I don't think we are eligible voters. I don't think we are. I'm almost certain we aren't for the midterms. So, you know, you've got less than a plurality voting today. And during the presidential election, like, okay, if we get north of 50%, fine. But, you know, it's like, it's not that, it's, it's once every two years. It's like local elections can happen every year, and maybe, you know, and then special elections can come up. But it, the, the, on the big stuff, the stuff that we're always talking about, we're not talking about whether or not we should pass a millage to pay for the road. Nobody talks about that. Nobody gets upset about that. It's the House, Senate, Judiciary, and the Presidency. And how often do we vote? It's, it's not you know, every two to four years. So what, what I think I noticed today is that we don't, because we don't do this very often, we're bad at it. Like we don't know, a lot of people struggle with registration. A lot of people struggle with just where to go and like what to do. Like I, I feel like the, the older people are always more comfortable because they've done it, you know, a few dozen times by the time they get the gray hairs, right? So, so they're, you kind of follow what they're doing, but you also like, you don't want to be, you always want to seem like somebody who, who is more responsible than you are. Right. But I think a lot of people get to voting even after they've done, like I, I've done it, you know, every year that I've been eligible, I voted in presidential and, and midterm. I'm pretty sure I voted in every midterm. I don't know. I can't speak to my early twenties. I can't speak to my early twenties. <laughs> um, but I voted a whole lot. And, and certainly, you know, as I become an adult every time, um, but it's still, you always worry. It's like, what is it like? It's like going to the DMV or doing, if you've ever done immigration stuff, you get there and you're like, I'm sure I forgot something. This is definitely, someone's going to look at me, look down over their glasses at me. You didn't fill out this form. Get out of line. Oh, it's the post office. It's the post office. Now, I go to the post office multiple times a year and I still, every time I go there, my CFO and my president and my largest shareholder and my wife will attest to this. All of those people will attest to this. Every time I go there, except the P.O. box. Go to the P.O. box, it's usually fine. Every time I go there, it goes wrong. I have better luck with the IRS than the post office. And it's not one. All over the country, I've been to post, office, post offices. I've been to post offices in different countries and use them. Always. I'm cursed in that way. It's not your, it's not your problem. It's something I have to live with. So we don't do this voting thing frequently. If we did it more frequently, we would get good at it. And more, most importantly, we would, we would notice, like, we would get to a feel for what's out of the ordinary. Like a big part of, of the stop the steal election suspicion, as I remember it going down at the time, 
was, it was like, look, look what they're doing, the suitcase. And, you know, yeah, suitcase full of ballots could be cheating. It could also just be totally normal. Who the heck knows except for the people at that particular location doing that particular work and, you know, with their particular method of doing it. If we if we voted more frequently, then okay, you you get my point. If we did it more frequently, if we practiced, we would we would get better at it, and that would inspire more confidence. Um, are we delegating too much? I mean, that's what representative democracy is all about. Like, we don't want to be voting on every single thing. We don't want to be involved in everything. We want to just find somebody we trust who's competent, put them in there. You know, we know they'll do a good job. And even if we don't get our guy in, our gal in, there's no good gal. Nobody uses the word gal, but I still use the word guy all the time. Even if we get our gal in, uh, even if we don't get our gal in, the other people are doing the same thing we are. They have the same basic overlapping interests that we do, that this whole thing not fall apart. Um, so we can just not always think about everything that they're doing. And what I'm, what I'm proposing you know, what, what, it's a matter of degree, right? Are we going to vote every week? No. Are we going to vote every month? No. But more than every two years, more than every four years, uh, it's, it's something, something to think about, the, the practice factor. We are out of practice, perpetually out of practice voting. Um, there are going to be downsides and upsides to a change like that. But changes like that can be made. They should be made. But they're hard. it's hard to make when... when the division gets really entrenched like it is now, of course. Um, but things can change for the better. They can always change for the worse, and they can always change for the better. Remember, we come from, we used to be good old-fashioned naked primates, okay? And, you know, just immersed in the state of nature, red in tooth and claw. And now we can podcast on YouTube, okay? Somehow that happened. We're the same human type, type of human. We're the same genetic stock that got us here. Why can't things start breaking for the better instead of breaking for the worse? Of course they can. And also, think about corporate boards, the boards of corporations, the, the boards of directors of corporations, you know, and their articles of incorporation and, and the shareholders and the board, you know, agree on voting rules and frequency and, and all this stuff that it's all, and, you know, the, the idea that you would like, Set it in stone, you know, 200 years ago and longer. And, and, and then it would be infrequent and rigid. I mean, it's just something to think about. Um, that it's not done. And lots of other countries, you know, vote differently than we do as well. Okay. So maybe we can denuke our democracy with more frequent practice at voting. But, you know. I'm not anybody and I can't, and, no, and you're not anybody presumably, so it's gonna ha that idea is going to have to propagate. Or maybe, you know, I'm sure someone else has had it, but we need to all start to start, sort of give some, give some calories to that idea. Um, what, what's the second point? Okay, so uh, <laughs> it comes to practice and drinking response. Drinking response. We need to drink responsibly, okay? It's, there's nothing worse than a drunk who doesn't realize they're drunk. But that's what we are. When we're listening to these confidence men, and it's usually, it's usually men, right? I don't, I can't think of a lot of like women who, in, you know, in in positions of power or public figures, who I feel like they're conning me. I, I don't know. Maybe it's not that. It's not a you know, but con men and women, con people, confidence. They get your confidence. Oh, how do they get our confidence? Well, they they they've got it all figured out, man. This person's hustling. 
they're making money or they're, they're in a position of responsibility. They, t- they speak confidently. They look good. They're funny. That's, they got to know what's going on, right? They gotta, they've got to have a good handle on this world. No, they don't. They don't. It's hard. This world, listen, Lipman knew this. The newsman, Walter Lipman, knew this 104 years ago or whenever he wrote Liberty in the News. Published it in 22, or 20, probably wrote it in 2018, uh, uh, 1918. Um, more recently, the mathematician um, John Allen Paulos, John Allen, right? A mathematician reads the newspaper, he says the same thing. Like, if you understand complexity theory, if you understand chaos, if you understand nonlinear dynamics, you know that predictions about the economy, predictions about uh, uh, you know, big so- societal matters and the developments in a complex industrial society, I mean, they're, they're totally worthless. The, it's just the world is far too complex. The people who claim to be predicting things are just, and now I'm going to use a technical term, bullshitting. This is technical bullshit, okay? There are several different um, causes of technical bullshit, um, but the first thing to understand is that it is is a problem from which we all suffer and it has very logical causes and antecedents. Um, and I'm going to talk about bullshit separately in, in, in another, in another segment, but it comes from Frankfurt. Frankfurt's the, he wrote the essay on bullshit. This is, I'm not swearing. You think I'm saying a swear word, but I'm not, this is a technical term in philosophy that, you know, you have to, you have to wear elbow patches to even use it in some circles. Well, I, I'm using it, but they don't know technical bullshit and i can't say bs because it doesn't have the same impact bs no bullshit bullshit technical bullshit they're they're bullshitting us the people who act like they know that they've got it that they get everything they they it's not that they get nothing there are definitely different you know different degrees of smartness different iqs let's say there are also different degrees of sort of wisdom and experience. You know, you can have a high IQ, but you can be 19 years old and compare yourself to someone with a low IQ who's 88. It's like that person did not get to be 88 by being stupid or being foolish. And you've seen a lot of things at that point. There's not a lot that can surprise you at 88. So these things need to be distinguished. But it doesn't matter how awesome a human you are, no matter how high your IQ, no matter how vast and rich your experience, no matter how advanced your age, this world is too complicated for you because it's too complicated for the newsmen and it's too complicated for the mathematicians. You're not smarter than them. They're, in a, they're, they're working in the domain of their specialty. Now, Barlow tells us, intelligence is about guessing maybe you're really good at guessing that's fine guessing is different from understanding okay you can there are a lot of i mean it's just like looking at images you could human beings are really good at like noticing subconsciously noticing things scanning images my my wife is freakishly good at this i don't even know what's going on in there it's unusual scanning images for details and sort of the opposite of change blindness like we're very vulnerable to change blindness what am i talking i'm I'm dropping too many things here we're going too far afield the point is the premise number one the world is too complicated to understand i can i can cite 
John Allen Paulos and Walter Lippmann to support that. But just open your freaking eyes. If you know anything about the world, go look at it. Premise number two, we instinctively respond to those who act like they understand. We are monkeys. We are bonobos, chimps, gorillas. We, when we see somebody acting like they're the S, we're like, yeah, that's the drunk. That's what I mean by drinking responsibly. It's okay to be swept off your feet by someone in politics or in love or in life to be just taken by someone. They, they, they inspire you or they, they, they captivate your attention. You know, that's fine, but you have to understand that that's like being drunk, okay? There, there's a sort of a chemical thing going on. Now, unlike being drunk, that chemical thing is sort of initiated internally without, well, I mean, it's still externally triggered by the stimulus, but um, I don't know. Is there any evolutionary advantage or did we evolve in part to be, uh, to, to, to utilize alcohol? I don't know, but we definitely evolved to utilize confident, you know, strutting people who, who want to take charge of everything, no matter how, um, unqualified they might be to do so. So we, we, we forget that they can't possibly know what they tell us they're knowing. They can't possibly be as good at what they're, what they need to do as they're acting like they are. I mean, the best baseball batters and, 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 and basketball shooters, their percentages are like way below 50%, way below coin flip sort of. I mean, if they, if you translate that to guessing about the future, guessing and intelligence, predicting the future, or you know, it's not even predicting the future, like what's the cause of this thing today? That's not predicting the future, that's predicting the present, predicting the past, you know, what, what was the probable cause of this thing? Just prediction in any direction in space or time. If you're below 50%, you're below... If, you, if it's a binary choice, you're below a coin flip. You're below a coin flip. Now, those aren't perfect analogies because sh- hitting the basket, not hitting the basket is not, you know, a 50-50 outcome. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm mixing up too many things here because it's so complicated. And I am, unlike these, these confidence men, confidence women, I am not trying to con you. I'm a little trying to con you. Like, I'm trying to... I don't know. I'm tr- I, I want your confidence, but I'm not going to... Well, listen, if someone starts <laughs> explaining to you why they're not going to con you, the first thing you should be asking is, why are, they, why are they thinking about that? They must be... They're probably about to con me. Fair enough. I'll shut up about it. All right. So the first premise about things being too complicated... I mean, I'm just going to throw out some things that like might fix that. Trust policies... Risk mitigation, explicit models, but I know we're not going to do that. Like the, the real solution is is to drink responsibly. It's to it's to understand when you're being swept off your feet. Understand when you're under the influence of someone. That's the general rule. Just don't ever forget it. You only have to remember one thing. Just like if you drink, you always have to remember that you can't drive safely, and you can't talk to sober people without being annoying and you can't trust your taste in the opposite sex and lots of other things you just live rules about being inebriated there there are why don't we have a list of rules about being inebriated by conmen hmm why why has no one done this work now i got to do it 
and just more tractable stuff like, you know, we can be explicit about a leader, you know, what, what part, like what mix of good they are or aren't. So like I've talked about the RTFM model of good, right, true, fit, and mixed. You know, is it good because it's right, you know, doing the right thing? Is it good because it's true, you know, it, it, fidelity to reality, if we can even be sure about that? Or is it right because it's fit, you know, it's adaptive, it's going to be good for survival? And then really it's the fourth one, RTFM is the, the mixture of it. You want to mix them as well as possible. Well, when you're evaluating whether, you know, someone's good, this Trump is good, Biden is good, the Democrats are good, the Republicans are good. What kind of good? are you looking for and finding in this subject of your sentence the true kind of good like they they they're right about reality the fit kind of good like they're going to get the job done i'm not really sure if i care at this point whether they're right about reality i need the job done it's just as legitimate i think hopefully they'll always be right like good like doing the right thing kind of good but really it's always going to be a mixture Right, and 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 it's never you're never going to have the extreme of one or the other. That's it. There's there's more to talk about. We're going to do a third segment on the midterms. I don't know how they're turning out, but I'm not I, I'm not sure that you need me to talk about that. But maybe you do. Maybe I do need me to talk about that. There's a lot to discuss, like in the details of these politics, because. And yes, politics can be a plural because we don't get the details. I think it's because the we're, we're treated we're treated so like we're so stupid by by TV and and even newspapers, so they don't go into the details. And also because it's hard to go into the de- the details. And if you if you're any good at it, you're you're way more valuable than then you probably get compensated at a place like a news organization. All right, gone very far afield. Uh, All references, were there references? All references will be in the PDF notes, retrace.com, R-A-T-R-A-I-C-E.com. This is Retrace segment number 44. Next segment is tomorrow. Just to recap, I don't think I, I, just to be clear, we have to anti-nuke democracy, and the way that we do that is by practicing voting or practicing democracy more generally and recognizing when we're drunk on conning on on, on confidence people okay just to bring it all back home 11 p.m tomorrow same time 4 a.m london for all of you brits 12 noon in beijing nihao 3 p.m sydney for my brethren down under signing off